Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Rosen Shine podcast. Featuring us, the Swedish sisters, Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos Olsen. Based in Brighton and Atlanta, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good afternoon. This is Victoria sending from Atlanta. And good morning. This is Josephine from New Zealand. Yes. <laughs> And this episode is going to be all about the new normal, right? So we've been in this crazy new world for the past year almost. And what are the new normals? And mm -hmm. what are the trends that we're spotting? And what are the things that we'll forever remember as that time during COVID? And what <laughs> will actually stay with us, right? Yes. What do we want to let go of? And what do we want to bring with us into the new normal? Yeah. So a year ago, we did an episode on how to stay sane when traveling extensively. And it was funny <laughs> because that felt so relevant at the time. Yeah. And of course, it wasn't relevant at all for very long. No. Uh, so I just come back from this keynote in London. Yeah, I would assume a lot of people are not listening back <laughs> no. to that episode. It's not like, oh, Actually, I'm going to... not one of our most popular episodes, no. <laughs> <laughs> so in this episode, we want to talk about what's the new normal, mm -hmm. uh, things that we didn't expect to be normal a year ago, right? And I'm thinking we should just start with you, Josephine, because you're sort of breaking the, the trend here and having so many very new things happening to you. <laughs> Give us, where are you, first of all? Tell us. So I am listening back to the uh, traveling, keeping sane while traveling, because <laughs> I'm in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And this all happened incredibly quickly. We were sitting in the UK My husband is, of course, from New Zealand. We were sitting in the UK. It was pouring down. It was great. It was lockdown. It was, you know, everything that yep. it is right now. Hard lockdown. And we managed to secure a spot in managed isolation. We were incredibly lucky because... So, you know, Josephine, that sounds to you that that's like a normal thing and that <laughs> everyone will know no, what I that is. I will explain. But what are you... <laughs> so New Zealand has mainly remained COVID free. Mm -hmm. which is incredible. Yes. And the way one way that they are doing that is that they restrict how people enter New Zealand and there are very limited spots to enter and when you do come back to New Zealand you have to sit 14 days in a hotel in a managed quarantine, managed isolation. 
Mm. So this had for like a long while ruled out even our possibility to go back to New Zealand, both because it's so hard to get these spots, but also because like who would like to do that with two kids? And just to <laughs> clarify, it's like it sounds lovely to go and stay in a hotel for two weeks, but it's not really a hotel. It's a hotel room for two weeks. It's a right? hotel room for two weeks. And it's a outdoor area mm-hmm. that you are allowed to go onto if you have a blue wristband. And this blue wristband you get only if you are COVID free. If you are not COVID free, because you're tested on your first day, on your third day and on your 12th day before leaving. If you're not COVID free, which of course I was freaking out about when we arrived here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, having like the most cough that I've had basically for for the last year and you heard my you heard my voice as well yes yes um which is a non-existent voice then you are put into another like less less fancy <laughs> option than this and that could be up to 28 days mm. in isolation so i was freaking out about that but no the whole family are now wearing blue wristbands which mean that we are allowed to go outside Uh, into this kind of, uh, we're actually really lucky. We're in a beautiful hotel with like a beautiful view. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can go outside for most of the day, uh, but only one hour of exercise though. So we only between seven or eight to nine in the morning, we're allowed to run because of course you don't want to sweat too much so that your ah. driplets of sweat can have an impact on the other guests. So um, for me, who've just seen the pictures of all of this i mean yeah. just to clarify for all our listeners it's like fenced in yes. right and it's like a double fence so yes so let's, <laughs> it's incredibly I, serious yeah it's incredibly you were met serious. by the When military we, yeah okay so I, let's let's go back a couple of steps <laughs> so we get the call we managed to in two days at one and a half day we managed to get tickets to new zealand pack run to Heathrow and get three-hour COVID tests mm-hmm. or PCR tests and that we get back negative, which is also, you know, like we've never been like as coffee as we were when we took those tests. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like terrified about that. Then having a phone call from the travel agent in the middle of the night saying that the UK had stopped all of the flights to Dubai. And um, so we had had to go on an earlier flight that morning. So we had to go eight hours earlier mm-hmm. and then manage to, you know, fly through Dubai, then the 18 hour flight from Dubai via Kuala Lumpur to New Zealand. So you did stop actually in Kuala Lumpur, but you didn't get to leave the plane. Yeah, right? 45 minutes. Yeah. I wonder if they were refueling. Yeah, that's and, probably um, what they do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they changed stuff, I think. But everyone was staying in the plane, you know, no yeah, one was yeah. allowed in or out. And then we get to New Zealand and immediately you feel like, okay, it's strict here. <laughs> you know, it's incredibly strict. Yes. And we get out of the plane. It's a huge line. And we do this like whole proper, you know, they take our temperature, but not just like with this thing in your head, but like in the ear temperature. We have to go through all of these things. They let us go past the queue because we have, you know, Luca who's running around like a madman. Kids have been like really well behaved, but he's running around with a suitcase on wheels that we have two choices. Either him screaming like a maniac because he can't push the suitcase mm-hmm. or letting him push the suitcase and running in on everything, you know? Mm-hmm. We kind of op- opt for option two. 
which actually help us pass the line quicker, the uh-huh. queue quicker. Yeah. Uh, we're welcomed into New Zealand and then we're going to go through the final um, customs. Yeah. And in New Zealand, they're incredibly picky, right, with fruits or vegetables or so on because they don't want to get anything to change uh, or, you know, their environment, yeah. keep the natural habitat. And Steve's like, you've emptied the bag, right? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I emptied the bag. And our, our zebra bag, the baby bag, start to go through this thing, you know, the, the x-ray. And no. And they send it in again. And they send it in again. <laughs> and then they, like, we can see something here. And then they find two apples <gasps> in there. Josephine. Yes. <laughs> and they take us to a separate place. And I'm, I go a little bit too close to the person who's looking through the bag. She's like, step away from me. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm forgetting that. Luca is still running around like a madman. And they're like, we're trying to keep you separate from the crew. We're like, okay. But it's like two apples. We didn't know. We're so sorry. We already declared the almonds, you know, like we really tried our best. <laughs> And it takes 15 minutes. Like, this is more serious than all of the COVID testing and everything. It's this. And it's a $400 uh, penalty if you have anything in your bag that you haven't declared. Oh. And then these ladies, they at least try to be nice. After 20 minutes, she looks at me. And she's like, could it have been so that the kids put the apples in the bag? <laughs> and I'm like... Moral dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm not sure, but that could have been the possibility (laughs) and then we are released and you know but that was like the hardest hardest part of the getting into New Zealand were the two apples that I had you know forgot in the bag Hmm. anyways we then get through control security so on and we are bussed to a hotel where we are met by the army and the navy (laughs) (laughs) representatives from both uh, greet us at the hotel and you know we get tested and temperature and we're taken up to our hotel rooms and then here it's all been pretty fine like we've been very lucky we got a big room and, and so on but you know at the end of all of this there's of course like a massive silver lining right because you will be let out when you eventually get out in the normal world where, yes. where people are not wearing masks. Exactly. Like the olden days. Like the olden days. So like the new normal, we're going to get to test like the other world, you know. Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely exciting. So now we're like, yeah, they should really limit who gets to get into New Zealand, you know. <laughs> they should really keep it strict. Because, <laughs> you know, obviously we don't want to, we don't want to get any COVID here now. No, so that's absolutely amazing silver lining. And, you know, they feed us really well. And Raphael is incredibly happy over his strawberry yogurt so he told me today this morning that he would like to stay here for a million years (laughs) in this hotel (laughs) whereas you know we're on day seven out of 14 and I really feel like it's kind of been a million days Mm -hmm. already yeah Uh, but he's he's happy for a few more because they get to eat kind of more sugar than they <laughs> than they normally would be allowed in their diet. They'll remember this for the rest of their lives. You know, the good times in the, in the hotel in New Zealand. It reminds me when we were kids and we went into this Christmas uh, or this uh, ski lodge with our parents. And there was like a morning uh, cereal, yeah. sugary cereal. <laughs> Leftover left cereal. <laughs> and mom was like, okay, you can eat it. Because we didn't get to have any sugary cereals, um, you know, which I completely agree with. But yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and you and I had this morning walk. We talked this morning, right, mm-hmm. when I was walking around and when you're allowed to jog. And we're just by this beautiful lake or estuary. 
And people on the other side are doing their morning walks. People on the outside. <laughs> in the real world. In the real world. <laughs> and they stop taking pictures <laughs> at us in there. Like, because we have, we're fully masked, yeah. right? As we're walking around <laughs> inside of this fence. And it's not only one fence. It's one fence. Yes. And then there's another yes. fence two meters on the other side so that we couldn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. We have to post some photos of this. Yes. Yeah. Check it on Instagram. Oh my goodness, this is just so funny. <laughs> yes. In in the meanwhile, I mean, I'm kind of in quarantine together with you as it happens. Yes. So that was a little bit shocking news, but yet, yeah, like, um, thank you for going into quarantine with me. <laughs> yes. so, do you want to do you want to tell us about the drama? Yeah. On the other side of the world. Yeah. And actually, I'm looking out of my window right now. Sorry, it's just a little bit of a mini interruption here. Uh-huh. And it's snowing. What? It's snowing. There's snow. It's snowing on our pool and on on our palm trees. This is just so crazy. It looks lovely, though. (laughs) All right. So the crazy world of Atlanta, where we're seeing snow today, even. Uh Now, here's the um, thing that I must say, we're really trying our best to be pretty careful. The girls have been doing online school, but now they're back to school. Everyone's wearing masks. I know this is different from country to country. And from state to state here in the U.S. as well, I'd say. I think the Southern way is a little bit more loose and free. than Atlanta is a little bit freer, I would yes, say. Yes, exactly. Right. So and we've met people. We're doing tennis matches. We're, we're going out a little bit and trying to stay within the same circle of friends. Anyway, this week, one of my daughters woke up with a very high fever. And of course, all these things happen at the same time. Right. So my other daughter. Philippa, uh, she's in the drama production and they're, oh, they're amazing here. The way they do their drama productions, it's quite different. The school theater. The school theater, right? So they, like, they practice for hours every day, like, and and then they compete against other high schools. Now, her high school and her drama production uh, that she first had to audition to get into and then they're there, right? They won the regional championship, which means that they're now gone to state championship. Yeah. Which means that, of course, to make that, they all need to be COVID free. Yes. Right. So she's taken this super serious, like in the past week when she sort of realized this. Mm-hmm. Right. And the uh, <laughs> so now, of course, when Isabel comes down with a really high fever, it's like this panic that goes around in the house. At the same time, I'm doing a beta test for Franklin Covey, which means we we test out new material, new content, Mm -hmm. which basically means that you have an entirely new script that you're working with. You have real people, as in real leaders who are attending the workshop. Uh On top of that, you have about seven Franklin Covey uh, observers that are sort of observing you and you're being filmed. So it's yeah. like a high pressure day, like lots to focus yeah, on. Yeah. So <laughs> then we have... So the tour, because normally when you drive to your COVID testing, which yes. you do, the new yes. normal, uh, you have seen that as a bit of a family outing. Yes. It's through yes. a nice we, scenery and a Starbucks coffee. Yes. We found this nice little remote COVID testing centers, a well-kept secret, I think, where we've gone up two times where we've had the COVID scare and we've never had COVID. We've just gone up there because we met someone that, right? 
you know, and we have our coffee and they come to the car and they test you and it's very pleasant, right? You know, so even like the girls like, let's just go up there, right? And then yeah. we've gone for a little hike up in the nature. It's been pretty convenient. But so obviously it wasn't really the same. So Andreas was driving up uh, with Isabel. And so, yeah, I get the text that she's having COVID. So now, of course, everyone is sort of in this strange quarantine in our home. So Isabel is quarantined in her room. That So she's not like going to meet anyone, uh, of course. Then Philippa, I think, is on a, an even more hardcore quarantine in her room because she doesn't want to risk getting it from anyone else. Uh, and Andreas, who didn't take the rapid test, but the normal, we'll find out tomorrow. So I guess by the next episode, you'll know who got it. But, but essentially, <laughs> you, but like everyone yeah. has kind of taken tests at different times. There are also yeah. different quarantine times yes. based on when you took the test. Yes. And you have been having a headache for... A while. Yeah. And now you mentioned something about Andrea's headache. Yes. But, you know, the interesting thing is when you have someone in your family who has COVID that you've met, you're like, it's so easy to feel <laughs> all kinds of symptoms. So I'm, I'm just going to wait and see uh, what happens. But, yeah, so we are also in this sort of a crazy uh, quarantine. We're kind of FaceTiming with each other. The girls... When they come down, they're wearing masks and gloves to like pick up food from, you know, I'm coming up. Isabel is having still a fever, but she's doing okay. And, and is the getting... atmosphere still hostile between the girls or has... <laughs> no, no. We, we had to. Okay. But at one point it was about to go in the wrong direction. But, you know, and, and so we actually don't know, you know, who got it to the family. Yeah. So time will tell. But everyone is really good with their quarantine right now anyway and we don't know source x no what is it that you call it (laughs) patient a or i don't know well anyway so it could have been me i i I don't know i mean i think we've all been careful but you never know so yeah yeah that's very exciting and as it happens so my quarantine falls exactly in the same like when you will be let out in new zealand i will be let out here yes so i'm let out well fingers crossed Mm -hmm. on day 12 we do our final testing yes and then we have to stay in our room for two days we're Mm -hmm. not allowed to go out on the premises at all yeah and then day 14 which happens to fall on valentine's we are most hopefully um released yes Um, and what are you gonna do what are your Big things in this new world of freedom that's going to oh, be waiting I'm for you. Then so excited. <laughs> uh, well, so I'm always like flight. excited with you. <laughs> yes. No. Oh, and you know, if anyone has any tips and ideas what they want to do in the free world, no, I will. Well, first of all, we're going to go down to Queenstown, where, mm-hmm. where we're going to stay the rest of our time here in New Zealand. This is the plan. But typically. And- uh, rose gray style you don't know exactly. for how long that's going to be yeah i've already had a few questions and i'm like april maybe let's see yeah april april is the plan we're hoping yeah. to go back because that's when schools are likely to start in the uk again yeah so we're thinking for raf to go back time um, will tell that's all i'm telling right <laughs> saying I, that's all i'm saying over here we'll, we'll see everyone <laughs> yes and then my birthday is coming up really soon mm. after that so yes. okay so things i'm really excited about is wine lunch yeah, like wine lunch out in town, which leads to spontaneous shopping mm-hmm. in a real store. Yeah, 
not like drunken at home on a Friday night, <laughs> uh, clicking home <laughs> things, you know, but like a tipsy wine lunch dressed up outside. Yeah, dressed up and ac- also it can f- actually even be a little bit crowded in the store and in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. And then, <gasps> well, will oh. we be scared? I don't know. That will still be. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, and also like dress, dress up uh, from, you know, the waist below. Yes. As in not only having something nice on as a top, but, you know, wearing nice, maybe white flowy pants at summer here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, wineless lunch with shopping. Um, hugs. Just like, hey, mate, you know, <laughs> hugging people that, that you see. They'd be like, who are these weird people attacking us? <laughs> <laughs> Run after. <laughs> All these hugs. Yeah. And then, oh, just like going to a massage or a spa or like this kind of retreat. There, there are these beautiful places I'm Googling in Queenstown um, where I'm hoping to do that and meet with real people. Um, and then lipstick. Like I'm all into lipstick now. You've yeah. been lipsticking under your mask. Yeah. Um, my kind of poor quality lipstick that I've been having is smooshing all over the mask. So I look forward to wear that um, without a mask. Yes. <laughs> Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so that's my uh, release plans. Everybody, please, fingers crossed that it goes according to plan. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, oh my goodness. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good for you. I'm going to be thinking about you. So, it's so interesting. I mean, we've, it, well, it's not interesting. It's crazy. I remember when we went into lockdown here the first time, it was end of March or mid-March, I even forgot, and school closed for two weeks. And I remember one of the moms telling me, Victoria, I've heard a rumor that school would be closed until spring break. I'm like, nah, well, okay, yeah. maybe, right? Yeah. And then, of course, like there was no more school that semester. Yeah, And it just keeps going on and on. And and then I really needed to look into like the Spanish flu. How did, for how long did that really last? Yeah. Uh, and that lasted for two years, really, like 1918 to 1920, yeah. which I thought was interesting. And and of course, what it had 
in common with today's world is that people at that point it was the first time people actually, due to the sad fact of all the wars, were traveling, were traveling so mm. much, and that's exactly what would happen. Uh, so it's um, it's crazy, and I did now read back on an old article from. 2018, where uh -huh. there was this one researcher saying like, yeah, we're due to get a new big pandemic wow. within mm. that not far distance. It's bound to happen again. And it did. Yeah, crazy. And a fun fact for uh, listeners that are not Swedish speakers, and maybe fun even for Swedish speakers, Spanish flu in Swedish is called the Spanish fly. Yeah. Spanska flugan. <laughs> which... Up on consider never thought about that before, but up on consideration is probably a direct translation, like from flu to fluga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it was made as a joke because I, I think we call it the the Spanish sickness, but also the Spanish flu. And I think it made a a fun theater. And uh, yeah, well, <laughs> we have to look at that's funny. But so oh. here's the the thing: if we look at all the things that have changed in mm. this year, yeah. What do you think like are the good things that will actually stay with us and what are the things that will say like oh yeah the covid years Ooh, like yeah. I think like we speak about the 80s you know I'm sure it was it's going to be like yeah remember the covid years right what mm -hmm. what will stay what will go away what do you think well first of all just like the spanish flu I think that there's to talk about this reaction that will happen afterwards no that will will be more like the happy 20s that came out ah, of the spanish flu where people oh, just good. went mad really is that yeah yeah that's that's the thing you oh. know so um hopefully we all get a little bit crazy and happy and, and fun. So you're but telling me that we have the new 20s ahead of us, like with that, the great Gatsby style. Yes. So cut your hair <laughs> short, start wearing like your necklaces on your head. <laughs> so this, so um, let's talk about that. Actually, the fashion is uh, one of the points we said, like, how has it changed during COVID? Yes. And you already mentioned it, I think. In what terms? In the fact that we're all wearing yoga pants. I mean, yes, yes, <laughs> yes buying yes. all these nice tops yeah. to look good on camera all the time. <laughs> exactly. So like... yoga pants, and I think that's going to stay with us because I think that we're going to keep on working from home. So yeah. I think that there's going to be yoga pants. They're here to stay and they're so comfortable. Mm -hmm. And when we do go out, we dress up more. Yeah, maybe. At least the people that like fashion and so, you know, we'll be like, because going out is like a, you know, it's an adventure. Yeah. It's uh, so I think we'll be more like, oh, you want to wear that nice thing that you have in your wardrobe that now you haven't worn for like five years because mm -hmm. you only wear it once a year. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that fun, crazy. And I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, in the spring, I think there's going to be a lot of pinks and yellows and oranges. So nice and, and fun. You sound like a trend oracle just. Oh, yeah. I'm so you know, excited so. to read about that. So yeah, that, that's wonderful. And what about a career then? You, you said you, you think we'll stay, we'll continue to work from home? I think we'll continue to work from home. And I think that there's the trend and, and you've been posting about this, but making your home office more permanent. Yeah. Um, setting your home office up. Um, I saw someone, actually the contradictory to this, but she said that her best working space was actually the ironing board because she could bring her ironing board with her to different locations in the house. And it was her like perfect, she could, you know, raise it up and down and make it a standing oh, desk and, so and sitting down. So it's a little bit of smart. 
But, you know, that's how inventions are created. Like someone is doing that, someone is watching that. So that tells me that probably there's going to come a very flexible homeworking desk. Within IKEA. <laughs> a little tip for you. Yeah. And talking about career, I, I agree with you. And I find that so many of my colleagues and, you know, obviously I meet different people every day on and they're like, wow, this is so good. I'd never imagined that a workshop could be this good. Uh, online and all of that. So definitely, I think not everyone will go back to work. It, of course, it depends what you do. But I also read this trend where they follow how the patterns of how people are moving. Mm. And there are so many people. I've only looked into the US and, and Sweden where people actually move out to the country. Yeah. And leave the big cities and move out to smaller towns. Exactly. And I think this is great. I think it will stay the flexibility. Mm -hmm. I think... Us millennials were already, you know, craving and wanting to do that. We wanted yeah. to work from different locations and not be bound by that or judged by that and, mm -hmm. you know, still be believed to be able to deliver the same way. And I think now we reached a threshold where, you know, the companies have had to invest in Zoom and, and in these uh, technologies. Mm -hmm. So I think that's great. And then I think that there's still going to be this need to meet and connect. But yeah. that will happen Um, maybe once or twice a week or monthly, which will enable the people to live in countryside to, you know, drive into town and um, and engage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So talking about connection, it was funny. I, I did a quick post on LinkedIn asking people what are the new normals. And quite a few said like, hey, we're connecting virtually for a fika or for like a Friday drink. And uh -huh. it's almost like we're actually connecting better now or more frequently than we did before. I mean, my colleagues and I, we used to travel all the time and there was mm. really like no time to meet. And I, I, I've never met my colleagues as often as I've had this year because it's just easier to get together for that, to join that one hour weekly team meeting, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then I massively believe in flexible co-working spaces. Yeah. And of course, in our family business, I started to work on that last or uh, this fall, which mm -hmm. wasn't perfect timing because then restrictions got really strict also in Sweden. You can But, travel. You know, yeah, you can travel. And also people were advised to work from home, which, of course, made it difficult. Yeah. But the going to nice co-working spaces that so in, in case a welcome hotel or welcome works, as we're calling it, where you have a spa and you have these other wellness type experience that adds to your work day. Mm -hmm. um, so you go to work, you have a good office, but you also have spa, you have breakfast and you get to meet with other colleagues. And maybe you do that a couple of times a week and the rest of the week you're staying at home in your yoga pants. Yeah, I think that mixture is really going to actually add to people's life. Yeah, I, I think so too. But I am curious to see though, because uh, last night we were watching a movie and everyone's in this movie, they were watching a concert and I'm like, Oh my God, they're standing so close and they're yeah. not wearing masks. You know, that thought was going through in my head. And I wonder, yeah. will we embrace, I mean, as you said, you're like, oh, do I need to go to a crowded restaurant? You know, like, yeah. will we embrace that or will that stay with us for a long time? For Swedes, it will be very difficult yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go to crowded places. No, but of course, I think you're right. And and for the kids, I mean, it will have, it will have a long-term impact, yeah. I think, on, on kids and Just now realizing how much Rafael, who's five, is is aware of it. You see other kids here, including mine, actually, like quite addicted to this, um, to the alcohol gel, you yeah. know, like running and spraying alcohol gel all the time. And of course, for my kids, it's just like a fun thing. But of course, there are kids that are worried and they're yeah. going to 
you know, bring this with them. So that is actually interesting because they say that every generation is shaped by the happenings from their about maybe, yeah, so a little bit older maybe than your kids, uh, yeah. like till their teenage years. So events like 9-11 mm. really put an emphasis on one generation, I guess the millennials actually, and like these big events. So it's yeah. going to be interesting to see how this will shape the generation growing up now. Yeah. Yeah, so let's move into to travel. Yeah. Um, so, of course, <laughs> the new normal is, of course, uh, f- to travel less. Yeah. I kind of do that, <clears throat> given that I've actually moved between three continents during <laughs> this pandemic. The starting COVID, this year. Starting off COVID in Colombia, then being in, in Sweden, where it's like, oh, right, there's no COVID, you know, when I yeah. arrived in, yeah. from complete lockdown in Colombia to like cars everywhere in Sweden. And I'm like, what? And then UK starting off well and then just going absolutely bananas mm-hmm. this winter and, and lockdown and now in New Zealand. <sighs> so, yes. But what do you think about travel? I mean, I do have the feeling that people will want to start traveling when this opens up again. Mm-hmm. But I think that we will be more selective. Like we want to go to places that are covid free maybe within europe or travel within europe like less long distance traveling i have a really hard time to make up my mind what i think is going to happen because I, mm. i feel i have such conflicting feelings on this uh-huh. I, on one I'm, i'm if i go to myself i'm like i just can't wait to go travel again yeah. and we just had a a drink with friends and they're like should we meet up next year in mexico and i i think people have will have a craving to travel mm but i also think exactly what you say will we will this stop us from going like to think more and travel more consciously and and maybe also i think flight prices will probably go up yeah. uh, also thinking about the environment not trying to travel as much I, yeah i'm i'm just really curious what is actually going to happen five years from now what will travel look like will it be back to the way it was before pre covid Or will there be a different travel pattern? I find it very, very hard to say. Hopefully there will be different travel patterns. Hopefully we will reduce and be more conscious. I hope that we do not stop traveling to places that might need tourism the most. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just because we deem these places maybe less safe in one way. I think vacations. I've been already getting a lot of emails from different hotel chains about vacations. And I think that this is something that millennials have already been doing. We go mm-hmm. we go somewhere and, and work from there, digital nomads type feeling. Yeah. Uh, and I think that will become more of a trend that people like, why take three weeks holiday if you can go to the Canary Island and, you know, work for two of those weeks and stay in a hotel and work remotely. So I think that's going to be a big trend and going to give people more freedom. Yeah. But then I've also heard about like vaccination passports and, you know, what about response and that kind of scary future feeling, you know, that Mm -hmm. we will only be allowed to travel. Do we have certain documentation and so on? Just think about what you told me a few weeks back when, when you, you were on the NHS, which is the national health app, right? In, In the UK. And you got a message that you had been in the proximity of someone who 
had COVID, yes. right? Exactly. I had been in the proximity and I was allowed, I should self-isolate for 12 days. And I did not open the app, like by complete mistake. I didn't like get, it was this warning that peeped up and then I couldn't see it. So yeah, I mean, good or, or bad or whatever, or whatever, but, but yeah, so they know where you are yes. and, and they are. Um, I, I, used yeah. to, I wonder what, I talk about Big Brother watching you, right? Yeah. So I guess they could also see then on the app that I didn't self-isolate. I didn't see the message. So when you think that you're going to go back in April to the UK, <laughs> da, 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 <gasps> no, no entry. No, and that's tricky, you know, because also now when they when they closed the borders uh, or a lot of countries closed entry from the UK, we were we were actually supposed to go home for New Year's, we had thought. Then they closed down the borders. But then actually my friend contacted France and to go to France. And she said, well, actually, it's just the UK passport. So if you're a New Zealander or Swede traveling from the UK, you know, it's the passport that you hold, which seems to make no sense whatsoever. See, but I, that's it. There are going to be so many no sense things happening. And mm. and really also thinking about like what kind of imbalance will that create between rich and poor and different countries? And will you have that vaccination passport? What if you don't have access to that? It's going to be interesting to see what difference in balance we'll see. That's probably my biggest worry and the more mm -hmm. like on a, on a more serious note yeah, to this podcast. Uh -huh. And that is, you know, exactly that. We, we have said, you know, oh, the virus affects everyone the same. But of course, it's not the same. No, the virus is not treating poor and rich in the same way. And we're not accessing the same kind of treatments and, and so on. So, yeah, I am worried about countries where the vaccination programs will not be able to roll out or or even where people, are, I guess, are less educated and, and wouldn't want to take them, even though they mm -hmm. have the opportunity to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there might be a lot of disparity that is created. Um, and we see it, of course, already economically um, across the world. Everyone has so many people having lost their jobs and, and the economy is, is falling in, in many places. But, um, yeah, so that is... That is a worry. And I do think that it's important that we come out of this crisis and we keep our altruism and keep on supporting other people. Because yeah. there might be this kind of backlash where we're like, okay, we've been going through a hard time. Let's party like the 20s. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's really important that we say, I've come out of a hard time, but other people are still yeah. in this hard time. That's a really, really good point. And I, I think that also leads into health and, and mental health. Mm. And I think, you know, it's been a tough year for very many who are struggling with those issues and at the same time I feel that it's becoming more acceptable to talk about it yeah um, and I find like a few years back I would never really discuss meditation or breathing mm. uh, activities and things when I'm working with uh, in leadership workshops but now that's frequently requested and we often end up going there yeah uh, you know, to really see what can leaders do to create that space and to create that mental well-being, really, amongst their employees. Yeah. And talking about that, I mean, the leadership trends, I think now coming up is, is really we're going to have to have these compassionate leaders that yeah. can support their staff coming back and and, and help encourage and, and motivate and and really lead in the best sense of the word. Exactly, exactly. And, and we can see that with Franklin Covey that there, so we have a few new contents that 
for example, around unconscious bias, which is so interesting. And I could really recommend everyone to partake in that and around multipliers as leaders. So I'm just looking forward to see that part of leadership grow. And I think one of the most important leadership competencies of the future is really going to be how do I help the individual team members on my team to feel well, to feel connected, to have the health, to be strong. Mm. Things that we've usually let everyone figure out on their own. I think now it's time for the leaders to take a little bit more responsibility because at the end of the day, that's what's going to make people feel engaged and want to contribute. Yeah, they're going to need to prioritize and, and show their workforce that they are spending time doing this and that it's a valuable thing to do. And that's awesome what you're actually doing now with the UN and the project that you're working on. Yes, I'm working on a super exciting project called Peace on Purpose with the UN Foundation, where we are uh, teaching uh, mindfulness and mindful movement to UN staff around the world. Exactly like this, it's a skill to tap into. Obviously, UN staff is under a lot of pressure in a normal year. Yeah, <laughs> so, so COVID is just the add-on to that. Um, so yeah, having those tools available to you. So that yeah, that's super exciting. Maybe I'll talk more about it in another episode. Yes, I'd love that. So we are now sort of kicking off, I think, the third season. What are we in our third year? I think we've created together over 60 episodes. Are we on episode 60? <laughs> Something like that, Maybe, right? Yeah. yeah, and we want this year to be a lot around kindness, empathy, inspiration, insights, and and build it a little bit more around that. So thank you everyone for listening. Today was more sort of a check-in on like, what's the new normal in our <laughs> lives? How are we doing? Uh, you're sitting in this hotel room in New Zealand. I'm here in my quarantine. And we just wanted to send out some, some love, some insights, some inspirations to all of you. And thank you everyone for listening. Feel free to reach out with ideas and thoughts that you think you want to hear more about. We have some interesting topics coming up, but we'd love to have your input too. Yes, thank you so much. And perfect to end. They're knocking on the door. It's time for my daily temperature check <laughs> with the family. So uh, fingers crossed on that. And no, thank you all for listening. More kindness, more compassion, more self-care, I think is the theme for us coming up this year. So hope you continue to tune in and please share this with other people. Yes. Stay healthy, everyone. Stay well. Take care. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.